Hey, now, say now, you're tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I am your host, Devon Pouncey. I am here in the beautiful city of Portland, Oregon. Uh, we got more guests on the line this week. I got the homies from back home joining me on the podcast. You know it, you know it. So we talking hoops and everything else. I got Tyler Duncan and Omar Cerulli joining me. They are the hosts of the Open Invitation podcast. One of the craziest, outrageous, <laughs> insane, all kind of takes basketball podcast that there is out there. Omar, Ty, what's happening with y'all? What's good, bro? What's going on, bro? Thank yeah, you for having I'm glad y'all here, man. I see, I see. I like y'all, man, because y'all both came set up with microphones. Yeah. Ty, Ty, you got a legit studio situation going on <laughs> here. Omar, you got a handheld mic like you Doris Burke or something. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm, I'm a part-time podcast, part-time R&B singer, so. Relax. <laughs> Hit a note. Relax. Hit a note. Hit a note. Nah, nah, nah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it for y'all. Hey. Not for the free. I, I've never seen a handheld mic on a Zoom call before. Hey, man. Open Invitation Podcast is what we do. Okay, okay. It's That's what good. you do. I'm set up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, but I want to get straight to it with y'all, man, because y'all are... I listen to every single podcast episode Appreciate of y'all's, and, and I'm going to tell you, it's like I can name probably five podcasts that I don't miss an episode of. Um, Joe Budden Podcast, I rock with heavy. Yeah. Uh, the Right Time with Bomani Jones. I don't miss an episode of The Right Time with Bomani Jones. Um, oh, shit, I burped. I like the, uh, <laughs> I like, which, well, obviously, y'all podcast is one of them. Um, I also listen to Million Dollars Worth of Game a lot. That's a podcast I listen to. And I listen to The Daily pretty frequently as well from okay. the New York Times. So yeah. the fact that y'all up there with some of them names, man, y'all, y'all, y'all take hey, man, we appreciate the credit, it. man. Because yeah, that's, that's like big. I said, that, those are the podcasts that I like to listen to that, like I said, I really don't miss an episode. I've not missed an episode of the Open Invitation podcast. Tyler, how you deal with Omar? I don't know, but <laughs> but but before we talk about hoop, like, tell me about your podcasting experience thus far because you know it's an industry that obviously I'm fond of, but also it's still a fairly new ind- industry, and it's not as big of a community as people think. Not just yeah. yet, so. Tell me about like what y'all experience has been so far podcast. Nah, I mean, I'll start off and then Tyler, go ahead. It was funny. And I don't know if a lot of people know this. So when, when I first had the idea of doing a podcast, especially a basketball podcast, you were literally the first person I hit, bro. Like I hit you. I was like, Hey, I know you got the wake up a win podcast. Like you kind of showed me the ropes of, okay, this is how you do it. So shout out to you for kind of putting me on sharing some game. And then Tyler, I mean, I got Tyler involved. As you can tell, he got a whole studio set up in the house. You know, he makes beats, he does music, he does a whole nine. So, and I know Tyler talks basketball and I feel like we both to an extent know what we are talking about. So, I mean, I love it. I love it. I mean, I've, I've grown up playing basketball since I can remember. I love talking basketball with the homie. I mean, it's just a, it's a good way to get content out to the masses. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's not tapped in 100%, but I think with the, the way the generation now is moving, it, it, it's going to get there. Yeah, and kind of uh, piggyback on what Omar said, it was kind of like the same situation. Like, you know, me being a big fan of uh, the Joe Budden podcast, I always want to, like, jump into it. And on top of that, my older brother, he uh, he went to um, the Academy of Arts in San Francisco, so he kind of, you know, he in sports radio too. And so I wanted to start one. I just didn't know how to. And then Omar, you know, hit me. And then, you know, on top of that, I went to school for audio engineering. 
And yep. so uh, it kind of just, you know, worked out that way. Me and Omar, we've known each other since fourth grade. So it's really just, you know, we just coming together, kicking it, and we just happened to press record pretty much. And, and really, that, and, and that's, that's what we, like, That's that was my whole envision. When I envisioned the Open Invitation podcast, and it's funny, like you say, like, do we have crazy takes? Yeah. But, like, the, the, the reason why I feel like people tune into the podcast is, like, I just really wanted a forum where you're talking to the homie about sports, like you at the barbershop, but it just so happens to be recorded. Right. Yeah. And I just felt like there's a lot of politics with the media. And I mean, there's so many different forms of media. So I just wanted like a raw cut, say how you feel, be biased to your team. Like you, you, you're a warrior fan. I'm a Laker fan. Let's talk. Like it's, it's an open invitation. So. Right. Right. Now I will say y'all are doing a very good job of keeping things PC here on the wake up and win podcast, (laughs) because if the (laughs) listeners did listen to the open invitation, it's a lot more profane than how they kicking it to y'all right now. Which yeah. is cool. Like I said, I, I know my platform isn't as profane. And so people don't really hear that as much. And a lot yep. of it is just because, you know, the type of guests that I bring in 100%. working in the media industry and everything. But I'm not anti being profane either. It's right. just that my podcast just so happens not to be one of the more profane ones. But yeah. if you even listen to most of the podcasts I just mentioned, they're very profane. So yeah. that's one thing that I really love and enjoy about the podcast industry, having worked in radio and different source of media is, you know, kind of the rawness of it, yep. not having to abide by FCC regulations, yep. all of that. So I, I respect it when you say, you know, you essentially just want to have a barbershop conversation with the homie and not have yep. to worry about the other politics that may come with it. Exactly. I am exactly. trying to get better about like not cursing as much though. And Why? Like- Why? I'll be listening back. I'll be sounding crazy sometimes, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, <laughs> I'll be wilding sometimes. I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get a little bit better. So this would be like a good little, you know, stepping stone to try to clean it up a little bit. All yeah, right, well, let's that. make it happen, Captain. But let's get straight into these playoffs, man, because both of y'all diehard Laker fans, right? Yes, sir. Facts. I'm in Portland, Oregon. I'm not a Blazers fan necessarily, but I've covered the Blazers. I still cover sports here in the market. Anybody that's listened to the last few episodes, um, yeah. I've had a couple of Blazer reporters on here. I've had a former Blazer, a former Blazer reporter on here, and Andrew Greif. He's now covering the Clippers with the LA Times. But they yeah. um, knocking shit down right now, bro. Is Portland going up right now? Like, what's what's the vibe out there? I mean, Portland is going up. Like, definitely the sports scene is going up. Especially, you know, I think it's a good release and kind of. A, a good misdirection from some of the protesting stuff that's going on out here. Cause we also yep. going up in a real way on the protesting front. Yep. And so I'm seeing a lot of people that are heavily involved with the protest and really on the front lines and different activists that you all kind of see uniting behind and, and getting behind this Portland trailblazer team. So it's real dope to see. And it's real cool to see because we're dealing with some of the crazier times in any of the American cities because we're a real protest city. We recently had the feds out here. Like it's going up on that front, but to be able to see kind of, you know, the the Blazers really do their thing and a lot of people be able to get that release, which I think is necessary from kind of, you know, the more serious protesting and activism things and be able to cheer on this Portland team is, is definitely a scene and they definitely feel like this squad can make it happen. But do y'all, that's the real question. Do y'all feel like the Blazers can make it happen, at least in this first round series? Yeah. You want to go ahead, you Tyler. Yeah, right. go ahead. I mean, <laughs> if you listen to if you listen to me on Omar podcast, 
I might come across as if I'm not a Laker fan, but I promise you that's not the case. But diehard Laker fan, I'm just realistic. Like, I've been saying this roster that the Lakers put together is not that good. Like, to me, it's like what LeBron say about his roster in Cleveland, they top heavy. It's the same yeah. thing here. It's, it's LeBron, it's AD, and that's where it stopped for me. Like, I don't – and I don't believe in AD like that. I do not have faith in Kuzma. I do not have faith in Danny Green and none of them. So, like, with them, I wasn't surprised that they lost game one, honestly. Like, I, I think they'll probably bounce back game two. But it's not going to be easy. Dame on a mission. Like, he he, he, look, he in another space. I ain't never seen him look like this before. It's, it's funny you say that. So, I was having a conversation. Like, Dame – the only other person that I've seen like get like this, that just that in that zone yep. is Steph, you know, like the last five to seven years, like Steph is the only other person where like when he's in that mode, like there's nothing you can do. And it's got to like, give KD a little bit of props there too. Yeah. But see KD, yeah, KD, KD up there. KD, he, no, he's, KD he's gets facility. in that mode too. He, he do. He, he do. But I don't know. It's just something about knocking it down from 35 out is just so demoralizing to a team. Yeah. It's it is. like, it, three points is three points, but like, dog, when you coming off a screen and like you're sagging off an inch, and it, like, what do you do? But like, I mean, I, I, Tyler, do you think the Lakers win it still? When not win it, but I'm talking about this series. You think that they still win the series, or are you jumping off the bandwagon? I don't know, bro. Dame started gigging after a three, bro. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's a. Yeah, I don't, I don't think buddy. People, I don't think people realize you might have to but, be uh, from to understand it. Like, it was a tie game with five minutes left, bro. And he he like he's gigging on the court like that that is beyond that's worse than any shimmy that's worse than the, yeah. uh, the damn Cassell you feel me like that's that's bad bro like he, he I don't know I'm, I'm blaming Paul George and Pat Beverly like they they unlock something damn bro it's scary right now I don't I honestly don't know I do not know I'm gonna be honest with you I'm still gonna say the Lakers will win the series but I'm not convinced and right. the reason I'm not convinced is because of Frank Vogel. I think Frank Vogel is going to be the key to them winning that series. I don't think he's that good of a coach. He needs to tell AD, you're playing center. You're playing yeah. the five. You, you don't you're, not, you, you're not playing power forward or stretch forward or none of that this or point guard. You're going to get down low and play the five. And then also, something's got to happen because LeBron, even though obviously he's such a great player, he still went out there and put up a crazy stat line from yep. a triple-double standpoint. But LeBron needs to be in a position where he could pick and choose his spots and then do whatever he wants from that, whether it be score the basketball, pass the basketball, you know, get to the free throw line. But right now, him playing that floor general role and having to be that point guard, he really can't pick his spots because he's basically playing top-down basketball. He's trying to get some momentum downhill, but you got this defense that's already set. You're in the middle of the floor, so you got help on both sides, guys hedging, uh, from both mm -hmm. sides, some way, somehow, Frank Vogel needs to figure out how to put LeBron on an island and let him work and not have him come down and try to create some magic amongst the set defense. Because if that doesn't happen, the Blazers are for sure winning this series because they got the firepower, if not more firepower, than the Lakers got they, right now. They definitely got the oh, firepower. Yeah, definitely. Like, they definitely have the fire. Like, Blazers could win this series. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not the – like, I'm not the Laker fan that's saying, hey, we, we're going to the top. Like, I, I agree with Tyler that our roster is not great. I have a little more faith in the roster than Tyler does. And, like, I'm about, I'm about to say something, and, and I don't want to – this isn't All even right. starting the crazy takes. Let's but, get it. Let's but, get but it. Listen, I'm here for it. But listen, when Rondo comes back – Oh, my. He's, listen, he's, he's going to do exactly what Pounce is talking about. Because right now he's being asked to be the floor general, which takes him out of attack mode. 
when Rondo comes back and he gets into that natural floor general mode, like LeBron is cool. He he got what 14, 15, he had a career high in assists yesterday. I would much rather him go for 35. Like we need Bron to score and we Absolutely. don't have a good scoring team. So like, I'm going to tell you this, we'll help that. If Rondo doesn't come back in game two, it might be a wrap because Dame and the Blazers got momentum. They got a full head of steam. They do have the firepower. They might've unlocked something playing both the centers at the same time. Not often mm-hmm. do you see Nurk and Whiteside on the floor together. They might've unlocked something there. And the only way that I think you could rebuke that or, or, or kind of, you know, counteract not make that or counteract that, not make that as strong as an element for the Blazers is to make LeBron play the four and make Anthony Davis play the five. Because if you try to match him with two bigs for two bigs, you're clogging up the paint because you got four big-ass dudes that can only play basketball in the painted area. So when LeBron tries to drive, he's got four or seven-footers in his way. You know, and, and, yeah, the spacing just isn't good for that Lakers offense. There's not enough playmakers or creators within that offense either, man. I think the, the Lakers really need to tell AD, suck it up, go play center sacrifice your body a bit. Mm-hmm. LeBron, you might have to play some four. Rondo, you better hurry up and get back because yeah. Dame is on a tear. Or it's going to be a real issue and the Lakers will be out of there in the first round. I'm, I'm not I'm not putting no faith in Rondo, bro. Like, I, I love Rondo, even when he was on the Celtics, and I hate the Celtics. Like, I wanted Rondo on the Lakers for a minute, but he washed now, bro. He just – he's not, not washed. Fam, he's – Playoff is, Rondo is washed? Dame is gigging on the court, bro. Yeah, like, do y'all understand what's like? <laughs> Rondo ain't stopping that. And let's let's not act like Rondo been playing good all season, bro. Like, I'm not even like y'all know. I'm not a big stat guy, but fam, when Rondo is playing, the team is like not that good, bro. Like, there's a reason everybody was saying Caruso should be getting more minutes. Like Rondo, nope. I get what he you're saying. He ain't that good either. He not. He not. He not. He I, ain't I rock, that good I rock either. Caruso though. I don't. He ain't that good either. <laughs> <laughs> He is not the answer. <laughs> he's definitely not. He, he's definitely not the guy. But yeah, like like well, like like what you said, pounds. Like AD. Like I've been real critical of AD. You know, even you know since the trade went down. Like I'm I'm sick of seeing him on a three point line, bro. Get in the paint. You are literally unguardable. Like just Absolutely. get in the paint, bro. Like it's, it's he should be saying, put me at five. Like that's an issue I have. Like yeah. he should be saying, all right, we need to make a change. Put me at the five. Like it should be that simple. Before we go ahead, Omar. I was just going to say what I will say about the bubble, and this is, it pertains to the Lakers, but it also pertains to like the Bucks or any really other team. Even like, of course, next game is, I wouldn't call it a must win, but usually when you go down 0-2 as the, as the favorite, you then have to travel to the other team's place and try to steal two away games, which is very hard. So, but, but see, when we're in a bubble, if Lakers go down 0-2, they don't have to try to steal a game in Portland. They're yeah. still coming back in the same spot. So, like, when teams are going to be down in series as the playoff starts, I think we might see a little bit more comeback because, again, there's no, there's not as much pressure to have to try and steal a, a, an away game or steal two away games just to even the series up. I hear you in any other series. I don't hear you against Dane. I just don't, that's bro. A, that's what I'm <laughs> I, don't, saying, bro. I, I hear you in the Nuggets and whoever, the, yep. the Jazz, the Nets in Toronto, which I not really because I think Toronto's right. going to win the East. Personally, that's my pick to win the East. Um, but in most other series, I hear you. But Dame is the best player in the bubble right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't know it's if you want to get down 2-0 against him right now because he's so locked bro. in. But it's what like, I do want – go ahead. I was just going to say, bro, like – 
just like Omar said, like being in the bubble, like it's different. Like like Donovan Mitchell went for what, 51 or 57, 57. or something like that? Yeah. And like Jamal Murray is like looking at him, but it's like Jamal, like the, the Nuggets won the game, so he can right. do that. Like imagine you watching Dame gigging on the court and then you going to get some food and Dame is right there. Right there. Like it's different, bro. I'm, t- I'm telling you, bro. It's not. Yeah, it's not looking good, bro. It's not I, looking good. I, I do want to ask y'all about LeBron's hat selection yesterday. Hmm. Um, he wore a hat. It was a fake or a mock Make America Great Again hat. And he crossed out the Great Again portion of the slogan. And underneath it, it said, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. I kind of felt some type of way. And I'll be honest, when I saw him wear that hat, I'm one that believes in cultural karma, even right. though it obviously had nothing to do with what happens in between those four lines. It turned me off in regards to the Lakers being able to win that game yesterday just because I look at those kind of things. But I want to know what y'all thought about that hat. And I know y'all don't really get into politics as much, especially on your platform, but I like that. I I actually like that because I like to hear people who's not really left-leaning or right-leaning or super deep into politics that's just going to give their real stance on what they thought. What did y'all think about LeBron's hat yesterday? Real quick, Tal, I'll go first. And I'm I'm curious though, what, what what turned you off about the hat? Is it because it it somebody can portray it or spin it the wrong way, and it just looks like he it might be you know a, a MAGA hat, or what? what why, why is there some negative connotation? Because it, it's 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 real. There's a lot of people on social media that's saying, hey, like I don't rock with that, but I don't understand why, because. I, I, that's what I'm curious. The reason for me is, is it's more so that it raises questions. One question being, are those real MAGA hats that you purchased uh, and that money now goes into Trump's campaign or it's being okay. invested and you're helping Trump economically and right. then you went to somewhere else to have them spin it and edit it and cross off great again and put in yeah. the rest of the cops of the Breonna Taylor. Also, for example, this hat I'm wearing right now, it's a Street Roots hat, right? Just yeah. a couple weeks ago, or we just got these hats in like a couple weeks ago. But our vendors, they go out and they sell our publications. So they wanted like a brighter color hat that would stand out. Obviously, the color red stands out. Mm-hmm. This hat was getting ready to be red and white. Mm-hmm. And literally, we had somebody bring it to our attention and say, y'all don't want to do red and white. That too closely resembles a Make America Great Again hat. And we certainly made an executive decision and said, there's no way we want to even be attached to that. There's no way that we even want people to to be able to correlate us with Make America Great Again. And so, you know, we changed the hat. Now it's gray and black. Um, But essentially, just the fact that LeBron is putting that much energy into Make America Great Again, to me, especially with the platform that he has, he didn't have to intersect that with the rest of the cops of Breonna Taylor. I think that could be separate without bringing out these Trump supporters or without marketing essentially for Donald Trump, even though it might have been unintentional and how the marketing turned out to be. I just didn't really feel the vibe of having to utilize that to get the message across of the rest needing to kill the cops of Breonna Taylor. Tyler, what you think? What you think, man? I, I hate it, honestly. Um, I'm big on optics and how things look. And just like off quick glance, like you said, anytime I see a red and white hat in, in my I'm mind, I'm so. I'm already assuming it's a, a you know a MAGA hat. But on top of that, I kind of think what LeBron's idea was, and I kind of, you know, this might not correlate directly, but I kind of, you know, 
like it to when Kanye was doing his Jesus tour and on all of his merch, he had like a Confederate flag. And his reasoning was he taking the power, you know, taking the power out of the, you know, Confederate flag and yeah. repurposing it. And it don't always work like that, especially now when, you know, everything is so, you know, so quick. If I see LeBron in a red and white hat, I'm that's, that's going to look weird to me off top. And like you said, just seeing, I don't even want to see Make America Great Again on the hat. Like you could have yeah. easily wore a black and white hat that said, arrested the murderers of Breonna Taylor and the message would have got across just the same. I agree. I agree. So it's, I like, don't... it's like, what are you, you feel me? What are you really trying to accomplish with that? It just, it looked weird. And like you said, with his platform, LeBron got the biggest voice in sports in yeah. the world, across, damn near in the world. So it's like, when you doing that, it's just like, and then it's like, that's going to influence other people. Okay, I like that hat. I want to wear that. They wear it out. They might get into some, you know, some beef with somebody over, you know, so it's just like, it's a slippery slope. I feel like, yeah could have been avoided completely. And it could be dangerous. And we've seen people kind of do these slogans and I've never been a fan of any of them. Like we've seen people, you know, make racism end again or make America native again. Like I've seen a bunch of different slogans and tags on that hat. And I really don't support any of them just because of how closely connected it is to that MAGA hat. Like you said, Tyler, that runs a whole lot of different risk that I don't think are necessarily necessarily uh, they need worth to take it. place or they're necessarily worth it. And I also don't really think that Le- with LeBron's platform in particular, that him wearing that hat enhanced the messaging any more than he could have if he just wore a plain black hat that said arrest the murderers, the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Like I just don't see where it was that significant for him to loop that in to make America great again. So like I said, it, it turned me off. I don't, respect LeBron any less like right. I, I don't think he had mal intentions I think his intentions were absolutely great I do agree with the message of arresting the cops that killed Breonna Taylor I just didn't feel good about the hat it wasn't encouraging to me to see LeBron wear that hat and so that's where I had a problem with it and like I said for me that translated to what happened on the basketball court where I just didn't have a good feeling about the Lakers coming in obviously have had a really good feeling about the Trailblazers, and then, you know, what they did between them four lines ended up going in the Trailblazers' favor. But let's get into some of these other playoff series. Who do y'all got? First off, who do y'all got winning the East? I do want to know that. I'll go first. I I, per, I, I got three teams. I don't know if that's cheating. <laughs> so, look, like, I, like you have you have to name the Bucs. We, we, you can't not name the Bucs. But, like, yes, to you your can. point. Yes, you can. You you like you, you don't <laughs> like the Raptors like I, I, that's not crazy to say like the Raptors they don't have a superstar but they play as a team they are the most like just close knit like they they play as a team because they have to and they do it consistently the other team that I want to mention that I think will they make it out of the East I don't know but they could do damage is the Heat like the Heat have a very deep team yeah like one through eight one through nine and they got vets and Andre Iguodala and Jake. Like they have a well put together team. If you have, to, if you were to ask me who's coming out the East, I mean, I'm rocking with the Bucks. But it, I mean, it's anything can happen. Tyler, who you got? Uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still rocking with the Bucks. I got faith in Giannis, but I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto come out again. Um, I don't really care about the Heat like that. I don't like Jimmy Butler. Uh, and then why you don't like Jimmy Butler? No, he's a clown, bro. He corny. <laughs> no, no, no. He corny, bro. Like, I just feel like 
I feel like he's trying to be the tough guy. Like that whole thing with Chris Paul just made me realize how corny he is. Like what? Fam, Chris Paul, Chris Paul made a basketball play. He threw the ball off of Duncan Robinson. And then Jimmy Butler in a press conference, I'm, oh, you go do that? You got to deal with me. What are you talking about, bro? Playing basketball. Stop reaching for stuff. Like the <laughs> TJ Warren thing I get, like I still don't know what TJ Warren said to him, but whatever he said was real disrespectful for Jimmy Butler to go off the way he did. But it's like now it just seemed like it's forced, bro. Like you don't have to always be the tough guy. And on top of that, y'all all in the bubble together. If you really got a problem, just go see him. Yeah, I, I hear you. For me, I, I, like I said, I'm picking Toronto to win the East. That's who I pick going into it. But what I really think it more so is going to be, I think Toronto is going to win this series against yep. the Nets. They're up 2-0 now. I think Boston is going to win this series against Philly. Did they end up beating them today? Again? Yeah, they did. By like three. So both teams up 2-0. I like Boston a lot, too. I think both of those teams have a lot of playoff experience. Obviously, Toronto championship experience. That's mm-hmm. why I somewhat give them the edge. But I think Whoever wins that series, because I do think it can go either way, whoever wins that Eastern Conference semifinal series between the Raptors and the Celtics will be the team to come out of the Eastern Conference. That's how you, I see you, it right you now. You don't believe in the Bucs at all? You like you I just know. them off? I, I don't believe in the Bucs. I, I just think until Giannis is able to shoot the ball, then it's going to be hard to win a championship. It's going to be hard to even win a conference championship. I just don't think they have enough shooting over there. And, you know, I think other teams that they're going to have to face, Miami, if they come out the first round, could shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. Bucks will have a tough time playing against them. And they got defenders. They got Big Bam Adebayo, who yep. I think can, is probably one of the few players in the league that can get with Giannis on that side of the ball. Giannis is still going to be dominant and do numbers, but right. he can make the game really tough on Giannis. So I think the Bucks are going to have a hard time getting past the Heat because of the Heat's ability to shoot. They can defend well. They mm-hmm. do a lot of things well and don't really have – uh, many weak spots over there, but I still don't think they have what it takes to win the East. But the Bucks, I'm just not a believer until Giannis can start consistently knocking down the long ball. I think he's going to have a tough time getting out of that conference. Definitely going to have a tough time winning a championship. I feel like the East is really just a competition to lose to whoever come out the West in six games anyway. <laughs> like, honestly, you know, I, I, the, the West is too deep, bro. It's who's, just, coming, it's, who's coming out the West? Because we only talked about LeBron and, and the Trailblazers. Right. It sounds like y'all don't even seem that confident that LeBron is going to get past the Trailblazers. So there's got to be somebody else that you Laker fans believe is going to win the Western Conference. It's either, you know, if the Lakers can get to the conference finals, I still – I don't see them beating the Clippers four times. I just don't see it happening. The Clippers is too deep. They got to an answer for damn near every player on the Lakers – with the exception of AD, but he only want to dominate like that. So it's just like, and they got Lou Will. Like, yeah, Lakers don't have they don't have an answer for that. I'm not. I'm sorry, Jr. I just I'm not. <laughs> I'm not buying into it. Who you got, Omar? I mean, I got one of the LA teams. I mean, I, like, and I, and I said it before. Like this Portland team. Like I'm a I'm a big fan of their team. Like this is the first time they've been healthy in a minute with the big guys coming back. Gary Trent is is playing his role. Perfect. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Oh, he, was, he was breaking a lot yesterday, though. He's he was? backboard a lot. Like, yeah, he, 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 he definitely was doing that. But, I mean, can Portland beat the Clippers? I, I, I have – it's hard to bet against the Clippers in that scenario. Like, I'm, if, if I had to choose, I'm rocking with the Lakers. If Lakers don't make it, I'm rocking with the Clippers. So. So they still coming out of L.A.? Yeah. I mean, do you, do, do you think differently? 
Not really. Um, I think the Clippers. The Clippers, I've been, I've picked to win it all, so I'm gonna stick with that. I see no reason why they can't win it all. I think they got the best team. I think they got the most talented team. I think they got the deepest team. They got a good coach and Doc Rivers as well. Um, but I want to talk about this Messiah Jury thing because mm. I'm pretty sure both of y'all saw the video that came out today um, in regards to Messiah Jury. Tell me some of y'all thoughts on that video. Um, because obviously he was provoked by law enforcement at that last game when the Raptors defeated the Warriors to win that title last year. Do, do you know the backstory? Because, like, I, I didn't know that, like, the cop lied on him, like, a year ago. So I'm not too – like, do you, are you familiar with, like, the backstory of what happened? Yeah, the cop essentially said, like, Messiah Jury struck him a couple times. Um, he said that he had gotten concussed by Messiah Jury. He basically tried to say he was assaulted by Messiah Jury. Um, and then that story ended up changing and something else happened. Um, but his stories is kind of all over the place, honestly. But this is the first time we've seen any footage from the actual story. And you can clearly see, A, Messiah Jury had credentials. And, B, he was definitely provoked, physically provoked, by those law enforcement officers at that Warriors game. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's tough. I, like that, I'm curious how that's going to, like, how it's all going to shake out. Like, I don't know. I have to assume lawsuits are going left and right from both parties. And, like, I mean, a jury has unlimited resources to really take down the department if they wanted to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's unfortunate because, I, I mean, was that the game that they won the championship? That was the game that they won the championship, and he was going down to celebrate after they had won the title. But he had his credential on him. Essentially, the they, just, they tried not to let him strike the run up to the floor and celebrate with the team that he just so happens to be the president of basketball operations right. of. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and not to, you know, I don't want to really pull that card, but it's kind of just like. I was thinking the same. It's like. Uh, pull it, pull it, pull I it. I mean, honestly, and I, I kind of. It's, I don't want to bring up Kanye again because he's like the worst example ever right yeah, now. You but and like, Kanye got something going on. Are you you feeling Kanye today? No, nah, that's 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 my he goal. Kanye. He a big that's, that's my goal, even okay. though he fell off tremendously. But like that makes sense though. You're a music producer. It makes sense. Yeah, and so like I just kind of seeing that. Honestly, the first thing that went off in my head is the line Kanye had on "All Falls Down," which is like even if you in the bins, you still a nigga in the coop, like. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like no matter what, even if he has credentials, that cop don't care nothing about that. He see a a big black dude trying to get on the court, and he just seen red. In my opinion, honestly, because he ain't yeah. he ain't do nothing to deserve none of that. Yeah, he didn't and have then, to be as confrontational. Yeah, yeah, and then you gonna lie on him, knowing you got on the body cam. Like that's the that's that that privilege, bro. That's what I'm telling you. Like he know he obviously know he got on the body cam, and he still felt the need to do all that, and then on top of that, lie about it. And yeah. now the footage come out, and it's just like we see what really happened. That whole yeah. story didn't sound right from the jump, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think it's a good representation of like how this year, as far as econ not economics, politics have gone. It's like, I mean, we were talking about Breonna Taylor earlier. There's just so many things going on when it comes to authority and police brutality. I'm not obviously I'm, I'm I wouldn't call this brutality, but like police privilege. It's like abuse of power for sure yeah exactly and, and and they feel like they have the right because whatever reason i don't want to make assumptions that they can act a certain way and then it's honestly like it makes it 10 times worth the fact that he lied on it right after and it's like come on man 
It's like, like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to kind of switch gears here, though. Um, and, and I do want to talk a little bit about music because I know that Tyler is a music producer. Tyler, I want to talk about that Dame Lillard EP. Did you get a chance to listen to it at all? Fam, I knew I forgot something. Ah. <laughs> listen to it. He did I listen, forgot to to it. listen to it. Bro. All right, we listen go. to that song. I listened to oh, that song man. with Gary, with Gary Trent. What, what, did, what did you think about that? And Nasir Little, what did you think yeah. about that? So, so Dame, like Dame, now, Dame on the mic is cool. Like he, he, he does what he does. He nice. Dame nice. But, bro, Gary Trent, that, that wasn't it, fam. I mean, it wasn't it, fam. Like Tyler, I, I, I want to, I can't wait for you to listen to it. I low-key want to pull it up right now. Like I want to. I, I mean, I could. I got my other headphones. I could listen to it right now just to, to get a little preview of it. It's on SoundCloud, right? It's on SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. Right. And, and, and I'm going to just tell you straight up, I didn't like it. I, I like the other songs where it's Dame actually being serious and taking the crap seriously. But the reason why I didn't like it is because, for one, Gary Trent was ass. Dame correct. We already know that. That's yeah, Dame, Dame, Dame go. We're we not here to really critique Dame as a rapper, as an artist. Now, Sierra Little's verse was a lot better than Gary Trent's verse. But what I will say is, in regards to Dame, the only reason I didn't like it, I know they're having fun in the bubble and all of that, and I think they could have recorded the record and left it in the vault for a while. But what I didn't like about it is I just heard Dame on Carmelo's show, the Where's Your Glass show, and Melo asked him about his music, and Dame was talking about how he sent music to J. Cole and YBN Cordez, the homie, and essentially how he wants to do music and get to a point where he's doing music with these huge artists. And he loves the fact that they sometimes critique him, yeah. not in a sense that his record is whack, but it doesn't necessarily motivate them to want to hop on it. And the fact that that happens, and then he goes a couple days later and releases this shit with Gary Trent, that yeah. Gary Trent did not belong on, I just didn't like it from that standpoint because I know Dame is taking his craft seriously right now. And that wasn't it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm listening to it right now in my uh, in my headphones. Yeah, Dame sound like he's going. Should I fast forward to Gary Trent? Fast forward to Gary Trent, bro. Go ahead. Right. Go for it. Hold on. Is Tyler live tuning in to the song? Yes, he is. What did you think about did you, I, I'm sorry, I, I got disconnected for some reason, but did you give your yeah. thoughts on, on the Gary Trent? Yeah, I basically said I didn't like it because I just heard Dame on uh, Carmelo's show talking about how serious he takes his craft and how he sends music to J. Cole and YBN Corday and all these different artists. And then a few days later, he turns around and I know it was a joke and he was just having fun, but he could have left that in the vault and brought it out some other time. And not this time when all these eyes are on him and people really could, he could take advantage of people, more people, I should in his craft seriously. Yeah, that, I can't wait to get Tyler's reaction. I, like I was saying earlier, before I got cut off um, due to technical difficulties, but- No, um, yeah. Gary Trent's trash. Yeah, I, was, I was not a fan of Gary Trent's verse whatsoever. He said, look how that bubble walk. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, it's terrible. Yeah, he was yeah. not good. He was not good. He was not good. And like I said, I just didn't like Dame not taking that serious, especially after the conversation I literally just heard him had on Melo's on Melo's show. Yeah, yeah no, he should have left Gary Trent off of this one. Best rapper in the game right now, Tyler. Talk to me. Uh, 
Wait, in basketball or just no, in music? No, best rapper period? in music, period. We off basketball. Uh, I don't know, bro. Honestly, I don't even really listen to like a whole bunch of rap like I used to. Well, what are you listening to? I listen to a lot of R&B now. Who? Um, Snow Allegra is like the greatest person to ever grace this planet, bro. I swear to God. She's clean. She's, she's, she is nah, clean. She, she, nah, she's more than clean, bro. Like that's- <laughs> Yeah, man. she's the truth. Uh, but now, like, honestly, I've been like, I've been listening to a lot of Gunna lately. And it's not like, I know Gunna don't rap, but like, it's just melodic, bro. And it just, it sounds like dope. But like, in terms of best, like rapper, rapper, I don't know, bro. That's tough. Like, yeah, Kanye felt like I mean, Drake, Drake just released the song that looks to be the song of the summer. Anytime Drake drops a song of the summer, I'm not a huge fan of Drake like I used to be. Like, Drake is still, don't get me wrong, Drake is still, you know, solid, but he, I mean, he cool. It's nothing, you know, to go crazy about, not for me at least, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just waiting on, I'm waiting on Kendrick, honestly. And like, I'm waiting on Isaiah Rashad. I'm a big Isaiah Rashad fan. And, uh, I like Vince Staples a lot. He's one of my favorites. Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, that's that's pretty much it, though. Honestly. Yeah, I like I like all those artists. I'm a big neo soul guy myself. Um, and, and you know, I really like what those artists bring to the table. The lucky days of the world. Um, obviously, people like her. Masaigo, yeah. Masaigo, I think is gonna be the biggest Masaigo's shit. Going crazy. He's I never, gonna I never be the. Oh, you He's gotta crazy. go check him out. He be is nice. hard. He is hard. <laughs> Listen to Dow. That's like his his song, but that he go crazy. Hey, sure. he he got I like that old lady record. Yeah. The one where he's talking about needing the sugar mama and oh, <laughs> oh man, he fine. He got a personality. That's what I like about him. Like his music isn't too serious, but it's still like real life scenarios yeah. that really take place in a lot of people's lives. You know so, who else is clean? And I don't know if I I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, but is Givian or Jivian? He was on. He was on that Drake song uh, on that last album he released, Chicago Freestyle, and he's the first dude on it. And like when I like a lot of these R and B dudes sound the same, but when I tell you his voice, he sings in literally like the deepest voice that you can think of, and it's but it's dope. Like it's it's dope because like it's literally nobody out that sounds like him. Trust. Yeah. Chicago Freestyle Drake song. He's featured on it. He's just on the hook, but I, I got put on him. He's clean. Hey, y'all know who I like? Have y'all heard of Katranada? Yeah. Fire ass producer. Yeah. Fire producer. I mean, Ketronada has done records with, with a bunch of different people. Um, what do you, I mean, every gold link, Tyler, the creator, like I said, lucky day, uh, Kali Yukis. Like he, he's done records with everybody. I know see it from the internet. Like he, he's yeah. just, he's just super fire, but he's one of my favorite producers out there right now. I would say, um, who's your favorite producer right now, Tyler? Uh, right now, probably I'm trying to think. Name a few uh, pounds, just so we can. I'm, I'm curious. Some right hip hop producers that's yeah. popping right now. Yeah, I, I like mean, hip, I like Hit Boy. Hit Boy Boy's a monster. One, yeah, Hit Boy always been one of my favorites. I like uh, I like Mad Lib a lot. Uh huh. Um, Alchemist is dope. I still think Kanye is a really dope producer. Like, oh yeah, well like, that's never gonna leave. That's never yeah. gonna leave. I, I like I like you know all the all the goats. Honestly, Kanye for real, just Blaze, No ID, them names like that. Yeah, yeah. Y'all been watching them versus battles? Bro. Yeah, yeah. How y'all? How what y'all feel about that? Last one Man. I watched was Snoop and DMX. 
Yeah, I watched that one. I watched the, the Ross and Two Chains one. I watched actually no, I seen pieces of that one. Yeah, that one wasn't fair, bro. They shouldn't. Have, they, I don't know why they did Two Chains <laughs> like that. And Two Chains had hits though. He, a lot dude, of them. He had Ross, ev- like every record was a hit, but Ross's Ross sound di- is different, bro. Yeah, his sound and, and the way Ross ride a record, like he'll yeah. ride a beat in a way that nobody else can, and his beat selection is just. Absolutely insane! Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. crazy. He made, he made Wingstop sound luxurious, bro. He made like, Wingstop sound luxurious, though. It's, it's crazy. I'm telling you. Yeah, Even with yeah. the uh, with the Snoop and DMX, like I'm I'm obviously more of a Snoop fan, or not not of a fan, but I listen more Snoop than I do DMX. DMX a little before my time, but yeah. like I felt like every song Snoop is before your time. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, but but Snoop has been relevant. Yeah, been relevant for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Snoop been relevant Cali, for forty it's years. A Cali thing too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But like I felt like every song Snoop was playing was literally a classic. Yeah. Like literally every song he was playing was like, that's a classic. Oh, nah, the on. only person that I think I honestly have been has really stood next to Snoop is probably Jay-Z. Yeah, that's not, that, yeah. Not a lot of people can stand next to Snoop, bro. Like I, I admire 50 Cent for for you know challenging him and I love 50 Cent. Like that's one of my favorite artists ever. But he he had got fifty out of there too. He had got smoked. Fifty yeah. would, fifty would have a hard time with Ti. I don't think he would win mm-hmm. that one either. Oh wait 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 a minute hold on. Yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 hold yeah yeah. yeah. Wait a second. No, fifty's not beating Ti. Fam, fam, and I, I am a Ti fan too. The first album I ever bought on my own without my parents' money was the King album. Trust me, I'm a Ti fan. But fifty can play "Get Rich or Die Trying" and win every single round. No, no, every round. Not bro. over, not over Ti, bro. Fan, this how this how I break the verses down, right? I, I look at I look at who has the most answers for what somebody else is gonna play. Ti could go way more directions than fifty mm-mm. can go. Ti don't have an answer for many men. Yeah, I'm not saying 50's not gonna have some records that he's gonna automatically win, but right. T.I. got, more got than, real T.I. got, got more. real street anthems. He do, but but 50 got more guaranteed wins, in my opinion. You can think of something that 50 Does can he counter. have a lot? I don't even know if he has a lot of guaranteed wins. What's guaranteed Damn. wins for 50? Many men's a guaranteed many win. Many men, 21 questions. 21 questions. In the club. In the club. In the club. That's four. It's 20 records, though. That's what you Wankster. 20 is a lot, bro. It's 20 records. Wankster is Wankster, an automatic dub. Wankster can get beat. No, 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 Wankster no, no, no. can get beat. No. Fam, Wankster literally ended Ja. I was a Ja Rule fan. <laughs> That that's the fakest moment I've ever had in my life. Listen, I was a Ja Rule fan. Once Wanks dropped, you can man, who is Ja Rule? Bruh, Ja Rule can't beat T.I. either, though. That's what I'm saying. Nah, nah, is nah, neither nah, nah. one of them no, 50, neither 50 one getting, of them can get with tip. 50 beating T.I., bro. He beats close. I think y'all both though. making it seem like it's head and shoulders one or the other. Like it's it's definitely close. Who who winning out of Chris Brown and Usher? I'm gonna give it to Usher. Okay. Omar. I, I, Omar. I, I, I'm not going there. Trust me. Okay. I'm not going. There. I'm okay. not going there. I just want to make but sure. That's that's. I would rather see. I would rather see Usher and Justin Timberlake, though. Personally, Usher cleaning him up. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Right. Easy. Not, I'm gonna tell you. Bro. I'm gonna tell you where I disagree with you because the Justin Timberlake hype will be there. That's like, a fact. That's like, a fact. Like, if you think Usher is going to come just because this thing has been all about the culture and just because <laughs> we've, we've only seen black people on the versus battle, like, I respect yeah. what, what they're doing, what, what Swizz and Timbaland is doing, yep. and they're, they're very intentional in making this be a thing that's for the culture. Yeah. If Justin Timberlake slide through 
it's a lot of people out there that slide with him. And then when those people slide with him, it's going to be some of us that hear some shit that Justin come out with, and we're going to be like, ooh, that was yeah. one of them ones. Because nah, he's going to like that. Out. No, nah, Justin got, he got some. He, he definitely he got, got some. Like, he like, got a I, lot. He got a lot. <laughs> like, I grew up listening to more Usher than Justin Timberlake, but yeah. there's a lot of people that grew up listening to Justin Timberlake. And I think just because, like I said, Usher is so near and dear to us when it comes to the culture, we sleep on some of the heat Justin Timberlake that's, yeah. that he's going to come with. That's yeah. probably some of our favorite songs if we're just talking about Overall, like, damn, I remember a time when I really fucked with that record. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. I, the Usher and CB though one, like, if if it was more than twenty songs, I would give it to Chris. The fact that it's twenty, Usher can get. It's not that he's pushing for twenty, but like, Usher got some real heavy hitters. But like, when we're talking the length of hits that Chris Brown has, if it was more, I mean, it's only twenty looking, though, bro. That's it's only twenty. Saying. That's all I'm and saying. At some 20. point, are you restricting Chris Brown to only doing R and B because he started nah. rapping? Yeah, no, no, I mean, no, 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 fair Usher game. Still, Usher still cleaning them. Yeah, Usher still, still cleaning Usher. Them. Usher don't need, Usher don't need that advantage. The Is only record. touching Drake? Mm. I think Drake would have a hard time picking 20 records. He would, he would. I think he would have a really hard time picking 20 records. I think, I don't know, bro, Drake been... See, this is the thing. Drake would win. Drake would damn near beat anybody off popularity alone. Just the right. fact that he would even be in that arena would that's damn near what, be a dub. That's what like, I was saying about Justin Timberlake, though. Yeah. yeah. Justin Timberlake I, yeah, okay. coming to a versus battle. He's more popular than Usher today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, more popular yeah, yeah. than, I mean, he's white for one. Like, he's got an entirely <laughs> different crowd that yeah. Usher got some of that crowd, but he don't got all of it because right. of what Usher is and who he really is. But I think Justin Timberlake, similar to Drake, is going to bring a crowd that's going to come heavy for him. And it's really not much you can do about that. The yeah, only person I think that could probably stick with Drake is either Jay-Z or Kanye. But Kanye never, Kanye would never, I would rather him do a versus with his beats, like only. Because he not, Kanye so far. Would he beat yeah. Pharrell? Would Kanye beat Pharrell in a beat battle? Ooh, producer wee. versus producer. It's getting hot in here. It is. Producer yeah. versus producer. Can Kanye mm-hmm. beat Pharrell in a beat battle? Only- I think not. I don't think okay. that. I think let me, not. Let me, let me tell you. I'm thinking about it more. He's not. Bro. All right. So this, this is where this is where Pharrell has the, the upper hand is that Pharrell has expanded into other genres. Oh, Pharrell yeah. just ain't hip hop. Like he got N.E.R.D. You know, he got hits with Gwen Stefani. You feel me? Like all of that. But fam, Kanye, like if you really go back, like Kanye did all the Commons albums. He did majority of the, uh, of the blueprint. Like Kanye got a lot of hits he can reach back to. I, I would I would say Kanye in that honestly I, I would say Kanye but it wouldn't be easy. Yeah, no, I, I mean I don't think taking Kanye is a bad thing. I actually think that's a battle I would love to see. Yeah. I don't think I don't think as a person know that Pharrell is stooping down to Kanye's level. But then again, Pharrell might be hella nice and just be like, oh, he's a legend. And, yeah, you know? now, for, Pharrell Pharrell is super <laughs> humble. Like he Pharrell don't even like compliments. If you watch his interview, he gets weirded out when people talk about how dope he is. But for Pharrell never he he wouldn't do it with Kanye. I I can see Pharrell doing that with like what's another producer he could like Just Blaze, maybe. Even though Just Blaze already did one with Swiss, but yeah, I don't know, bro. I, Kanye get a lot of people out of there though. Oh yeah, he gets a lot he of people a lot out of, of people out of there. And, and he gets with Pharrell, but I think Pharrell gonna take it. I don't know, bro. That's tough. I think Pharrell like. gonna take it. I gotta go look. I gotta go look at the catalogs. 
I gotta go check out the catalogs. I'm trying just, to think. Pharrell uh, got Pharrell, some automatic. He Pharrell got, got grinding. Auto, grinding is automatic. Yeah, that's automatic Bro, dub. Automatic. That's an automatic <laughs> dub. Bruh. Pharrell got yeah. a lot of hits. I, I gotta look at the catalog. But last segment here before we get up out of here, man. We do a segment on here called Taking L's, right? And mm-hmm. it's the Wake Up and Win podcast. Essentially, we're talking about who taking losses or who some people you could say who's, you know, taking a lesson out of this negative situation that that subject happens to be a part of. So, you know, I reached out to y'all and told y'all I want y'all to have a taking L's. Um, a subject, a person, a place, a thing, a noun, a verb. I don't give a damn. Um, who y'all got taking an L this week? And it doesn't have to be sports related, but it can 100% be sports related. And I'll let either one of you take the floor first. I got mine already. I, I got mine. Go Gary Trent. Fam, that verse was terrible. <laughs> I listened to that whole verse, bro. What was he talking about? I'm not even joking, bro. That's that's one of the worst verses I've heard all year. He no. said some. He said so. She got a cute little nose with her cute pink toes. Fam, shut up. I remember that line, yo. And I remember game, that line. It was bad, bro. It You're was in bad. the bubble. Exactly. Who are you talking bad. about? It was bad, and that's why I said I didn't like Dame. I mean, like I understood what he was doing, playing around with the young bulls, but. I, I didn't like it, Dame. You you you're too elite to play those types of games anymore. And like I said, especially when it when it comes to who Dame aspires to make music with. Does it matter if he makes music with them? No, he's filthy rich, which is dope. But still, I think Dame truly does care about the craft enough to where that didn't necessarily help him when we're just talking about music specifically. Yeah, it sounds like Dame may have left his room and Gary Trent went in there and hit record <laughs> and then Dame came back and then the song got uploaded. <laughs> that bro, that verse and like I don't I don't know Gary Trent. Like he's saying cool, but fam, never yeah, that ever wasn't rap it. again. That, that wasn't it, just, Chief. It wasn't, bro. Just stick to shooting them threes, bro. <laughs> that, that, that's who I got on there, but that verse is ass. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's good. Funny. Omar, who you got? So I got, I'm going a little, I don't know, again, not going back to the politics, but I think his last name was Strickland, the dude who pushed Ujiri. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, after I had him on the list, but the fact that you told me that the lies and the, all the other things, like, again, that to me is just, it's, it's honestly hard to fathom and think about. So I had him on the list way before I even knew the additional details. So he for sure taking L's. For sure, for sure. For me, who I got taken an L this week and last week, I just had a different guest on and we didn't do a taking L segment. Mm. It has got to be Skip Bayless. What is he doing? Bro. What is he talking about? All right, man. Who let does me, he think he is? All right, man. Let me <laughs> let me let me let me defend Skip, man. <laughs> Come with it. What? Come on with it. All right, bro. Come so with this it. this is what I understood, bro. Skip used to piss me off a lot too, but then I realized he's playing his position. Skip has a role in sports media, and that is to say the absolute most ridiculous, outrageous, like, outrageous stuff he can say. He get any Skip damn near get under any player's skin. Absolutely. And honestly, I feel like I feel like Skip don't get enough respect for for one how long he's been around the game. Skip crack. been covering basketball since the seventies, bro. And that's what I'll, I'll agree with you there. And I, like I said, I watched when Carmelo had Damian Lillard on his What's, What's in Your Glass show or whatever yeah. and the bubble and Damian Lillard, it was the day he and Skip got into it over Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Dame came out and basically said something to the, to the extent of, you know, who makes these guys experts? Like who makes Skip Bayless 
an expert. And, and to me, as somebody that works in the media, although I disagree with everything Skip Bayless had to say, and he damn sure don't sound like no expert with some of the takes that he's had, especially in, in regards to Damian Lillard in the bubble, because goddamn. But, yeah. but I still respect Skip enough to call him an expert when it comes to covering the sport of basketball, because like you said, how long he's been around the game. And for two, what I think a lot of people don't realize is like, I came up when I was an intern um, and he'll actually be on this, on this show pretty soon. I worked for John Canzano. I was an intern for John Canzano, who's one of the like most prominent sports figures, especially coming out of Portland, but a dynamite columnist wins a lot of AP sports columns of the year like he he's elite at, at his job um definitely someone i would say made it within the sports media field but when you get to a certain point though like it becomes opinionated like uh, columns are opinions yeah. talk shows and debate shows their opinions and i'm the person that would say i would rather people have these debate shows than not i think it enhances the, the the sport of basketball. I think it enhances the culture of basketball. And usually for you to even be able to get to that point, point to be a, a columnist or, or, or be a, a talk show host and, you know, be on a sports debate talk show, you have had to put in a lot of groundwork mm-hmm. to get to that particular point where somebody wants to hire you for your opinion anyway. Like you got to be real credible and have put in a lot of work. And that's one thing where me personally in my career, like it was something that was very rare. And within six months when I had my talk radio show, like I was at the highest of highs because I'm 24 years old. I'm a 24 year old black man with my own sports radio show. I'm co-hosting it, but my name's on the show and I'm in a top 25 media market. Like that shit was rare, like super rare. And so Six months later, though, I got laid off. So, like I said, I, I hit the lowest of lows, and I hit rock bottom, too. But still, I, I can't not acknowledge the fact that what I did, even being able to have my own sports talk show in a major market like this, was very, very rare. So somebody like Skip, who has been around, I agree. I would consider him an expert when it comes to covering the game. But, goddamn, he didn't look or sound like an expert with, with the takes he was he, saying about Dame, bro. He's got to get paid to say that. Like, to Tyler's point, like, I, I truly don't think he honestly believes the shit he, the, the, what he says about Dame or LeBron. Like, nah, he does. Stuff. Nah, he I, don't, does. I don't think, I don't think so. And I'm going to be real with you. I think these players love Skip. I think it's, it's a motivation factor for them. Like, I honestly feel like when LeBron retires, I, I see it happen. I feel like, Skip is gonna be on the shop, and they gonna it's gonna be LeBron versus Skip, and they gonna talk. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm telling you, bro. I see, I see it happening. I see it happening, bro. Skip, Skip gets under these players' skin better than anybody else in media, and it and it worked. Look what Dane went for sixty one the next game. He went for sixty one the next game. Ain't nobody else bringing that out of them like that. Like hey. Stephen, ain't not even getting under them players' skin like that. And everybody loves Stephen A. Yeah, like I said, I'm not knocking Skip for his job and what he does. And I do think he's in prime position right now because the two players that he's been criticizing the most are playing against each other. So one's going to win. So he's going to have to argue that point about that person winning or argue against that point. And then one of them's going to lose and he's going to be able to have a field day to kind of play both sides of the fence because whoever the loser is, he gets to talk shit about them because they didn't win in the big moment. So he's definitely in prime position right now, but I don't like what he said and he still got to take an L for me. 
Yeah, nah, it, it, it's Skip be having some wild takes, but I'm telling you, <laughs> if the Lakers lose this series, Skip is showing up in a Dame jersey, guaranteed. People have a field day. He not showing up in a Dame jersey. Bro, he wouldn't say Kawhi's name for two years <laughs> damn near. And he showed up with a Kawhi jersey and the shoes. Uh, yeah, but Dame got a but Dame Kawhi, but Kawhi won a ring though. Yeah. Dame gotta go win a ring for him to wear the Dame nah, jersey. Nah, bro. He's not giving Dame about, this. Like he wants this to last. Dame is gonna be really good for much longer than just he's in his prime right now. Right now. Skip wants this it's the same way Kawhi in a lot of ways is in his prime, especially yeah. if you think of it from a perspective like his career will probably be a bit shorter because of his injuries and his, you know, he's got a lot of nagging injuries that he deals mm-hmm. with. So I would say he's in his prime right now. The fact that Dame is in his prime, Skip is gonna try to capitalize off Dame for quite some time, especially going into next season where people are going to know that the Blazers could potentially be the real thing because of what we've seen from them in the bubble. I don't see Skip giving it up that soon today. It's too soon. It's too soon. The the reason I do is because we talking about Skip and we talking about LeBron possibly getting eliminated in the first round and his first time being in the playoffs in the West. Skip is going to have a field day, bro. <laughs> He's going to go He's going to have a field day with that. He's going to go off. Well, man, let the folks know where to find your podcast, your Twitter, all that good stuff, man. Y'all, y'all let them know where to find you. Open the podcast. Yeah, it's available on uh, iTunes, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, you can just search Open Invitation Podcast. It'll come up. My Twitter handle, Omar Cerulli, S-A-R-O-U-L-I-0-3. Just to tap in, get up to date on all the new latest episodes. Yeah, y'all can follow me on Twitter at ITJD. Uh, don't pay attention to my tweets too heavy. I'll just be, I'll be talking a lot. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, if, if y'all basketball fans, you want to follow us both because, and Pounce can vouch for this, the, the stuff that we be talking about on Twitter, like, Twitter been lit lately. Since basketball started again, yeah. Twitter been lit again. Yeah. yeah, that's why I had to get y'all on, man. Because like I said, I... I'm somebody that works in the field and, you know, lately I've been having, you know, a lot of these different sports journalists and stuff come on and, you know, people that do great work and whose work I really respect, but I don't only respect their work. Like I'm not one of them dudes that gets caught up in sort of kind of the glamorous side or what many people think is the glamorous side, but oftentimes it's really not that glamorous of media because somebody works for this particular publication or for this particular company. Like that's not always the most glamorous thing. I've worked in that field. I've met great people in that field, gotten great connections in that field. So yeah, I can, you know, get their voices and stuff on the podcast, but I also like kind of the grassroots kind of a feel and, you know, folks just coming up into the podcast game and really, you know, getting their feet under them. And I encourage anybody to get a podcast, not just somebody with specific credentials. Like that's just not how I operate in life. So it's definitely not going to be how I operate in the podcast sphere, especially when it comes to what I'm consuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do Last question. What do y'all think, going back to this podcasting thing, because I am interested in always talking about this particular topic. Mm-hmm. For your podcast in particular, what do you think is kind of the next step? Like, y'all been doing the podcast for how long now? A couple of years. This is our second NBA season. That's yeah, second, second, second season. Second NBA season. What do you see in the future of the Open Invitation podcast? You want to go ahead, uh? Yeah, I'll start. So two things. Two things that I really want to 
hopefully get hopefully in the next couple of years. One is increase the guests. And I know that's hard with COVID-19 happening and we got to do something similar to this, like a Zoom call and things like that. But I definitely want to get more guests on the show because open invitation podcast, like we, we have an open invitation for anybody to come talk sports with us. That's what we want. Number two, and this is secondary. And I think this definitely can take it to the next level is, is visuals. So like, I mean, we're on Zoom right now, seeing our interactions with each other, seeing how we laugh, or we're cracking up, how we're mad when we're yelling, like, especially, and you know, when me and Tyler get into it, we get into it. And I really do think if we had a camera that's that, that, showed like a youtube channel that showed our actual interaction like i just like you think it's funny just hearing it like wait till you see our actual like us standing up because we're laughing like i just think that that would yeah. be some key to take it to the next level yeah piggyback on what omar is saying i think i really want to do merch i mean i know it's kind of a you know i don't know how much it'll sell but i think that will be you know even if it's just to the homies like right. here, just you know cop a shirt ten dollars or whatever I think that'll be a good step. And then like super, super way down the line, like I'm trying to get on Spotify, like an exclusive Spotify deal. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like somebody with, you feel me? Just cause like, I think I think what, what's, what's dope about me and Omar podcast is the fact, I mean, we, we touched on it earlier, just like it do sound like just barbershop talk. Right. And like at the end of the day, like I said, me and Omar known each other since fourth grade. And I think you can kind of hear that. Like Omar know to say certain stuff that's gonna get a reaction out of me. I know I can say certain stuff to so get a reaction out of him. And like I like overall, I just want people to feel like they in there with us, like right. while we chopping it up. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, like sponsors too. Like I ain't going like I'm not shouting on no brands right now because you know they ain't paying me. But like eventually, <laughs> like I want For some real. sponsors. Like throw that bread around. Like we we here. Like we not me Omar. We not gonna stop. Like we we trying to take it to the next level. I know we kind of you feel me a little lazy when it comes to recording. Like we don't drop every week or every two weeks. Like you really gotta wait for it. But like, we we trying to get better. So. No, for no, I, absolutely, and that's kind of how I feel with mine. I agree with you on the visuals, kind of getting picking up my visual game. But um, for me, I just had to get back to being consistent again. I yep. I started I, I started off as a weekly podcast, and then, but I was doing radio, so I had access to the studios. Everything. I had access to everything; like it was easy, twenty four hour access. Mm-hmm. And then. I went away. I mean, I got laid off and I didn't have access to any of it. And I never really got back into that groove that I really wanted. But now, you know, I got my own studio. Um, we had started to get consistent and then COVID hit. And yeah. so we stopped being consistent again. And now, you know, this last about, I would say, a month and a half to two months or so, we've been really consistent dropping on these Thursdays and, you know, getting the podcast out there. And I've been getting a lot more guests on and a lot of the reason why I've been getting guests on is because I, I've I found kind of a, a sense of consistency mm-hmm. again, you know, to where I, I felt like it would be useful having these guests come on and, you know, keep keep hitting folks with good content week after week. So that that's where I am with it. I'm glad to kind of really be back in podcast mode full force. And I do a lot of other things. I mean, I got a family. I work all kind of different jobs. I'm DJing. I'm a college basketball analyst. Like I do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, in doing all of that, the podcast just wasn't as consistent as I would have liked it to be, but uh, I'm in one of the better places that I've ever been with this podcast right now, man. So let's That's both cool. keep it rocking and rolling. Let's all keep it rocking and rolling, man. Well, appreciate y'all for joining me on the wake Thank up you. and win podcast, man. And and I, I got to come on y'all platform and talk hoops no. one of these days too. No, for sure. Cause, cause I for still sure. got to figure out why 
A, either Omar is so obsessed with Bradley Beal or oh B, why he is so obsessed with Klay Thompson. Because sometimes when you're a hater, a lot of that stems from obsession with somebody. Yep. And, and, and Omar got a lot of hate for Klay Thompson or for some strange reasons, some strange reason he has entirely too much love for Bradley Beal to ever – Say that Bradley Beal is a better basketball player than hey, Clay Thompson. Look, what are we talking about? We're we gonna be saving this for another episode. <laughs> we saving this for when Pounce come on the open station. We we, could, we will literally be here for another hour if we get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really yeah. happy. I'm really happy. To touch on that, bro. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna yeah. keep it real, Pounce. You did you did my boy Omar dirty on that. No, 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 no. I had to give it to him. I had to give it to him. You could wrap it up with this. We're gonna do more Instagram lives. Yeah, we, we, we will. Gotta, we we will. definitely can do some more Instagram lives. Get the get the folks. I mean, we got a lot of same mutual followers, a lot of mutual friends tuned in. We from the same area, so right. We definitely got to do that some more. Collaborate and get this shit popping. It's good. Nice. We are gonna make it happen. Well, on that note, on that note, we are gonna leave y'all the only way that we know how, and that is to stay woke and go win. 